Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. Permitting reform, everyone's favorite energy topic, is back from the dead, but its odds of clearing Congress still don't look great. Politico's Josh Siegel is reporting that top Democrats and Republicans in the Senate are making an election year push to overhaul the nation's energy infrastructure permitting rules. As we know, both parties have long been interested in reforms that would make it easier to bring more renewable energy and fossil fuel plants online. But negotiations stalled out last year, and these revamped talks still face a tough road ahead with skeptics on both sides. So today, we chat with Josh about whether there's actually a chance for an election year permitting deal. It's Thursday, January 25th. So even in election year, there are serious conversations happening in the Senate from some pretty powerful people. And my eyes are really on the Senate Energy Committee with Chairman Joe Manchin and ranking member Republican John Barrasso. And they've been talking the end of last year around could they get some sort of comprehensive deal. But talks have kind of picked up. And you know, I was able to learn that at the staff level, they are meeting weekly to try to get some sort of deal, even though Manchin is retiring. This is still something that he wants to see. He was able to get some wins in the debt ceiling bill for his state. With That was last year with the uh, Mountain Valley Pipeline getting approved. So a lot of people were maybe skeptical about his motivation to do something more. But the two of them are, are really talking and hopeful they can get something done on both sides. I was able to talk with both senators and they're pretty optimistic they can find some common ground. And we know, of course, that permitting negotiations fell apart last year. So why are Manchin and Barrasso optimistic that things will be different this time around, especially in an election year, like you said, when lawmakers may be more reluctant to give any ground to their political opponents? Yeah, I mean, proponents, you know, not just Manchin and Barrasso, but like a Senator John Hickenlooper, who's on the Energy Committee, he's also kind of centrist Democrat of Colorado, as he put it to me, you know, this is the kind of a policy issue where you can see a quote, you know, grand bargain where there's something in it for Republicans and Democrats. And permitting just encompasses so many kind of different aspects that, you know, different constituencies on the Republican side, right? The fossil fuel industry has called for a number of years for easier permitting, particularly around pipelines where they've had some trouble getting approvals in certain states. So long time call from the fossil fuel industry. And then the clean energy industry, you know, is vocal as well. Obviously, it's more of a Democrat constituency, but they really want to see some streamlining around transmission and around even, you know, judicial review and and making the legal process kind of less burdensome. So, you know, important constituencies here, there's kind of something potentially in it for everybody. Proponents seem to think it's, you know, if there is a policy area that you might be able to get consensus on an election year, permitting just might be the thing. So what are some of the sticking points in negotiations right now? Last time I remember that transmission was kind of the huge issue that Republicans and Democrats just could not come together on. So what is kind of that issue now? I still think transmission is the big one. You know, it was left out of the debt ceiling deal altogether, which had Democrats very upset and they felt like kind of Republicans maybe won the negotiations in that round, which were the changes were more just around some process changes to NEPA. So Yeah, I mean, transmission, we, you know, well documented, we have not really seen Republicans seriously engage on that topic. They kind of portray it as as something that might increase power costs in their state and, you know, in red states. And they just, you know, they say that they're not very educated or understanding of how transmission policy works. And of course, it, it is a complicated area. 
But yeah, I mean, you know, again, Barrasso and Manchin from their camps, I mean, they're saying that they are talking about transmission in these conversations. But I mean, as far as other issues that are kind of being talked about, I, mean, I do think the issue of judicial review and kind of curbing lawsuits that opponents frequently use to stop energy projects in some form, whether it's some sort of deadline on when you can sue or or something else around standing to sue. I mean, it's, that's on the table, but that's a very thorny one, given, you know, the environmental community is active on that front and they'd, they'd like to be <laughs> engaged in projects. So there's some skepticism from the environmental community on anything there. And then the Clean Water Act you know, is a big thing for Republicans where we've seen states kind of veto oil and gas pipelines based on the Clean Water Act authorities. So Republicans want to see some changes to how that law works. I mean, those are ones that, again, were discussed in previous iterations of kind of mansion permitting bills and, you know, as part of the debt ceiling bill, but just fell out because they're thorny. And, and I still think they're thorny. Okay, so let's say that everything goes well and things move past the Senate. Is there even an appetite in the Republican-controlled House or from the Biden administration to see this permitting legislation actually get done? Yeah, I mean, I'd even extend it to, you know, outside the Energy Committee. So let's say Manchin and Barrasso reach a deal among themselves. Manchin doesn't have the leverage that he had with his colleagues, you know, given that he's a lame duck here and they're not dependent on him for the the fortunes of of keeping control of the Senate or their just general agenda where he had that with the Inflation Reduction Act and the previous permitting package that he led was kind of attached to that, the IRA. It is kind of like a handshake second agreement and it still didn't make it through. So now, you know, it's like Manchin, we know he's more centrist on energy issues. So can, you know, your run of the mill or just general Democrat even support a package that might have some things in there. I mean, will have some things in there for fossil fuels, given Barrasso's involvement. In the House, clearly there's a lot in flux with the speaker change. Kevin McCarthy was someone who put permitting reform at the top of his agenda and talked about it frequently, pushed forward in the debt ceiling talks. And now Speaker Mike Johnson, the new speaker, from my understanding and talking to people around the talks, he's not really you know, very engaged on energy policy. It's not something that's been at the top of his agenda when he was just a regular House member. And they've had trouble just, you know, passing uh, government funding bills. I mean, their margins are smaller among House Republicans after some early retirements. So there's just not a lot of optimism that they could really move any <laughs> policy in election year from the Biden administration perspective. They've been supportive of permitting reform. John Podesta, very vocal about the need for transmission to help make sure these subsidies from the Inflation Reduction Act actually are put to use and that projects can be built. He says transmission's key to all that, but you've kind of seen some change in his messaging to really look at FERC towards maybe the venue to get that done. The hesitancy maybe on the administration's part to maybe approve something that will have something in there for fossil fuels is they've gotten you know a lot of pushback from the environmental community in an election year over some previous moves they've made around approving you know for example the willow oil project in alaska they're getting a lot of pressure to clamp down on that new natural gas exports so it's a tricky time for them as well to kind of weigh in on a big policy like this also donald trump's former energy secretary dan bruyette said a second trump presidency will not kill president joe biden's landmark climate law That's despite ongoing threats from GOP insiders that those measures will be on the chopping block if Trump returns to the White House. Bruyette, who is now president and CEO of utility trade group Edison Electric Institute, insisted the bulk of the Inflation Reduction Act would be safe from political gutting, in part because of how much funding the IRA has poured into red states. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. 
Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Katherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline. And they're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane.